I guess admitting that we don't know what we don't know, that that was a big thing for us. And that's why um, when Steve and I were talking about a, a partnership was, you know, we want to get people in who know the landscape and actually teach us what we don't know. Referrals. Each office is different. We, we get a good handful of patient referrals um, in our super GP office. Mainly because you know it's well well established. We have specialists there, but it's something that this is you know an area that we need to continue to work on. Welcome to another episode of Dental Marketing Go. I'm your host Gary Bird, and today I have a doozy for you. My friend Craig here. He is the COO of Mountainside Dental. And he has four practices, and he's going to share with us how he has tripled his new patients over the last several months. And you're not going to want to miss this one. He goes into the details and some of the numbers that he's looking at. There's actually two numbers that he shares that he looks at every single week that has helped him get to tripling his new patients. So you're going to want to stay tuned for this episode. He has a lot of information, a lot of experience, and you won't want to miss out. All right, Craig. So why don't we start with how many offices that you currently have? We have four offices in Southern California. Got it. And what what kind of offices are those? Uh, general, primarily, uh, we had one office. I started working with, with Dr. Wolfram back in 2018. One office. Um, and he got the idea, we started... We started discussing the idea of, of having multiples um, back in 2020 when it was really the upcoming thing for, yeah. for more entrepreneurial types of people. You know, Steve owns other practices or his partners in other practices. So uh, he had a, has still his, his kind of mothership practice, I guess you would call it, uh, for 20 plus years and had the opportunity to get another practice from a retiring doctor. Uh, out in Wild uh, Quinta, California, out in the desert. The interesting thing about that practice was it, it is, I think, classified now as, as more of a super GP uh. where we had a whole menu of specialists in there uh, who came. And, uh, and so that was unique for us, but uh, turns out to be a really, really great thing. Um, and then we just started looking at, at expanding and last year acquired two more practices, uh, one in Orange County and another out the desert. Awesome. And then how many, roughly, how many new patients a month are you seeing between all of your practices? Now, uh, we're seeing roughly, I would say about 140 between all of them. 140, great. Yeah, with, with the, you know, the, the super GB getting most, most of those, uh, about 50 to 60. Do you month. have but like a grow- goal? Okay, go ahead. Yeah, let's talk about that. How what have you yeah. grown it from? Well, we uh the I mean, and I'll give you guys a plug, SMC a plug. We needed to find a marketing partner. Well, that was back last June, I think, at the DEO summit, uh, where we had made a uh an agreement or kind of a goal to find, you know, a, a marketing partner. Uh, and so Probably in, in the La Quinta Super GP office, we were doing only 40 to 50, so it stayed pretty strong, is um, 
original office was doing about 25 to 30, I'm going to say. But the other acquisitions, one of the reasons that we did acquire them is the opportunity that they were marketing. Uh, and one actually didn't even have, uh, say, a website. So we had you folks on board already. And, but those offices were doing, honestly, Gary, just like a couple five, of six, a month, like yeah. five or six. You know, okay. and, so you, and have so, you we've doubled, so you've doubled your new patient count. It sounds like if you're at oh, 150 easily. now, okay, maybe, maybe even close to triple, right? Yeah. So we were, you know, we went from five or six in those offices to, I think, January, we're over 20. Sorry to disrupt the show, but I got something crazy to share with you. We are attempting to connect with all of our listeners. We have thousands of people that listen to this podcast, and we want to meet you in person. We have four events coming up, and I want to give you a discount code that you can use for the next week to save $300 off your ticket. The discount code is Gary Bird, and the link is going to be just down below. You can also go to smcnational.com forward slash events. I hope to connect with you in person and help each other grow our businesses. Can't wait to see you soon. Okay, so let's talk through what 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 was the main things that you've done to triple your new patients? Because I think that's the that's what everybody hearing this is going to say, I want to triple my new patients, right? So what what were some of the foundational things that you kind of had to build into Obviously, you just said you hired a marketing company, and uh-huh. we obviously focus on lead generation, which is super important if you want to grow your new patients, not just hiring uh-huh. a marketing company that's focused on building a website or just doing SEO or just doing social media. And, and outside of that, what have you kind of, what components have you added on top of that to make sure that you guys are getting the new patients that you need? Probably the, the very, very first thing is, I guess, admitting that we don't know what we don't know that that was a big thing for us and that's why um when steve and i were talking about a a partnership was you know we want to get people in who know the landscape and actually teach us what we don't know so operationally i mean you know my background is consulting and dental you know operationally we're always teaching okay new patient experience and phone skills and all of those things, which inherently jump practice, I've found, you know, they, they do pretty well at those things. Okay. They, they embrace new patients. They probably talk about them at their, at their morning cuddle. Um, but what they don't know is the impact with the, the ROI, if you will, the conversion rates of how well they're doing on the phone. And by working with a marketing company, we were even able to learn or get those metrics. I mean, we're getting them on a weekly basis where before we're getting them on a six to eight week basis. Yeah. And, okay, so, and that is huge. So so what what has been the most impactful number that you look at on a weekly basis that before you just either weren't able to look at it or you weren't able to access it or you just didn't even know to look at it? What, what's been the most impactful number? I would say conversion is, is the first thing. Uh, like how phone, many co- phone conversion phone, conver- phone conversion yeah and tracking those um you know unanswered calls is, is huge make a big point of you know if you're just throwing money out the window if, if you're if you're not answering the phone which is so a pretty true. easy yeah. pretty, pretty easy concept right <laughs> um but then one of the things i learned at, at your boot camp that uh, it was like, you know, a, a light bulb going off. I should have known this before is if the admin teams or the teams don't know 
you know, if they, if they don't know what is happening with the metrics, then they don't know number one, that they're accountable for those. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, what is that old saying, right? You, you, you want to inspect what you expect, right? So the dashboard now that all offices have, right? They're able to get in there once a week, once a day, they can look at unanswered calls. They can see their conversion rates. They can listen to recordings. Um, and, and so they know that that accountability is there because we look at it. Yeah. And so the reason I think this is so important in dental is this is top of funnel. So if yeah. your top of funnel's broken, nothing below it's going to work. Meaning if you say, well, I want to triple my new patients, but you don't answer your phones, it doesn't matter what marketing you do. It doesn't matter if it's the best marketing company right. in the world, worst marketing company in the world. It doesn't, it makes no difference because you don't answer your phone. And so it sounds like you guys have now opened up that top of funnel. So now more people are, you've got your team involved, which is huge. That's like Correct. the biggest thing is that not only are you aware of the numbers, but your team at each office is aware of the numbers and they're looking at it and they're gamifying well, it. And so they're going, how do we get this better? And so they're answering more of the calls or converting more of the calls. Then what's, what would you say, is there another number below that as you start to work into the office that you've started to work on? to see more improvement on, or, or are you still, is that, is it still just that top of funnel? This is still, but one of the unique things that we, this may not be so unique, but we have a profit sharing program for our team members. So they have a little skin in the game and they want to do better. They want to get more new patients. So what conversation does that open? That opens up the operational conversation of how far are we out on hygiene? How far out hey. are we on new patients? Um, the great uh, metric I really love in the dashboard is, hey, what's our average, you know, uh, that that average day? Average right? time and to appointment. Can, average time to appointment, we get someone in. And I'm looking at that, and gosh, if it's out more than two days, then I'm saying, okay, what do we need to do operationally or I'm talking with them and and so let's talk that about out. that because I don't think a lot of people in the dental industry really look at this kind of number. And if they do, it's usually a skewed number. So uh-huh. I'll first explain what that is just for the audience out there. So average time to appointment is how long it takes when a new patient calls, how long or how far they're being scheduled out. Is it a day? Is it two days? Is it three days? Is it a week? Is it two weeks? And then it takes all of your new, just your marketing new patients and uh-huh. how long you're putting those out. Not not all of your patients, because all of your patients are scheduled different, right? Existing patients right. might be scheduling weeks out just because they're like, yeah, whatever, I'll take care of that in three weeks, four weeks. So you don't want that to skew your number. And then patient right. referrals are, are maybe even a little bit longer, and they're fine with that. But the marketing patients, you got to get in right away. So as you start to play with that number, it really helps your team. So I would what I would love to know is how uh, how much are you utilizing that versus the team, and how are you getting the? How are you getting everybody to kind of play with each other with that number? Well, you have to have the first. You have to have a lot of conversations with them, and I, I try to bring it back to the patient aspect. And uh, the patient aspect or consumer aspect is if I'm online looking for a service, I have a list. Google's, Google is going to show me a list, right? And and if I want to get, let's say, oil changed. And I'm not able to get in on my first dial. I have a whole list of other dials I could make to see if I can get yeah. it in by this Friday. Okay. Yeah. And and the, in in listening to the dental community, one of the things that has happened over the, over the last 
maybe two years, five years, seven years or so, is the fact that dental patients, when they call and try to establish themselves at a new office, and I've heard you say this, it's an impulse, right? It's not something they plan for two or three months. Yeah. So when they have all that information there in front of them, you know, you could have five, six, seven different dental offices that are all GPs that all have five-star reviews of 4.9s. Yeah, lots of they'll go, they'll go down the list. Yeah. They'll get down the, the average, list and say. The average time right now to, for a GP patient, this isn't for like specialty ortho implants, but this just for GP patients. The average time from when they first have the thought, I need to go to the dentist, to going on and Googling, to coming into the office and fulfilling the treatment and leaving is four to seven days. The whole process, like it's a week at the most. So if you're uh-huh. scheduling them two weeks out, you've just tripled the amount of time that they would normally spend on that process. Sure. I mean, take a look at your uh, no-shows and cancellations. Where are those coming from? Yeah. If you, if you really go down the list, where are those coming from? Yeah. So a lot of that, you know, admin teams, I'll say not just ours, but, you know, collectively, some teams are really good at, at filling, let's say, canceled appointments. Uh, whether it be in the hygiene side, let's talk primarily the hygiene side, because most new patients want to get a teeth clean, um, and that they can backfill that. There's always a process for that. That's an ongoing thing. But that time to appointment, right? I mean, at the top is is hugely important. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, it, and it's again, it's one of those hidden things unless you have you're really purposefully tracking it for your marketing new patients. And I think also too, what, what causes a lot of confusion is there's all these different kinds of dashboards out there and they all kind of do different stuff. So you got yes, financial I've... dashboards, which are totally different than metric dashboards, which are totally different than your marketing dashboards. Absolutely. Someday, someday we'll get it all into one place. Um, I mean, yeah. even, at, even at our company and we're a marketing company, so there's tons of stuff made for us it, where the dental community doesn't have as many things made for just the dental community. We have... The place that we track all the data of our clients. So that'd be like your uh-huh. patient records and things like that, right? And then uh-huh. we have our CRM where every interaction is is recorded and measured and all those kind of things. And then we have an AI software that we use to record every single call and then and measure how much people are following scripting or not following scripting. And so we have three places and some of them live inside of others, right? So you can access some through the others, but yeah, you, there's all these different dashboards and you have to know how to use them because mm-hmm. one, your financial picture might be great, but you might be slowly dying at the same time, right? Or mm-hmm. you might be mm-hmm. growing like crazy, but broke, <laughs> right? Like those, those things do happen in, in like our sure. dashboard isn't going to tell you the the other and, and vice versa. So, um, that's, that's, I, I find that fascinating that you have to kind of, kind of navigate these and figure these out because, and then, and then it's like one KPI or two KPIs that you just yep. drive home and it's like, wow, that's right. really helping our business now. Um, is there anything else that you're doing internally, um, for, for increasing new patient or, or anything that's helping you grow, uh, over the last three, four months? Well, we focus on a huge pillar of ours is, is obviously case acceptance. And we have a, we'll try and prove method, uh, for that. And, and so we, that, you know, that's one of the operational systems that we train and train and train and train on. Uh, we don't want to have 
you know, if one of our offices can't take 40 new patients in a month operationally, we're not going to push to 40 new patients. I mean, we don't, we don't want a transient patient base, right? Yeah. We want to grow our patient base. So, uh, as far as internal referrals or patient referrals, okay, each office is different. We, we get a good handful of patient referrals, um, in our super GP office, mainly because you know, it's well, well established. We have specialists there, but it's something that this is, you know, an area that we need to continue to work on. And that is having some kind of program or protocol, if you will, um, you know, to have that consistent every month. I think we haven't found the formula. I think on the Slack community, I put that out there and didn't really get too much response there. And, yeah. and maybe that's just because, you know, it's one of those hit or miss things, but it is, but you yeah. know, patient, patient, referrals, patient referrals are, yeah. Patient referrals they're, they're, are, they're, 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 oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I just said they're hugely important to the best patients oh, you can get. hundred um, percent. Right. But, but staff, I mean, again, coming from the consulting background, look at some of the barriers that, that the staff have. I mean, not, some people, more introverted dental assistant is going to ask, you know, for a referral. So how do we, how do we reduce that barrier to make it simple for them? Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You can definitely grow. Some. Oh, reviews are huge too. Yeah. You can grow. So you can grow patient referrals, but you can't scale them. Meaning right. you can't, you, you can go from 20 to 30, right? And then sometimes uh-huh. you might go back down to 25, but you can't go from 40 to a hundred. Um, marketing is the only way to do that. And then the trick okay. is, this is the trick and this is nobody really, it's not a fun trick, right? I'll just say <laughs> that. The trick is, is that you market, you get those marketing patients to come in and you get them to refer you more patients. That's how you grow your patient referral. But then yeah. that's hard, right? Like it takes time and it takes, it's, it's a little bit of a grind. And that's what I've seen work best. But there is no, I wish there was, I wish there was like a magic bullet that you could just, hey, let's throw a thousand dollars at it and we double our patient referrals. Um, it's a lot. And really what it boils down to is like, it's a lot of the intangible things that we don't measure. Patient journey. You, you mentioned Google right. reviews, getting people to leave good, good Google reviews will get you more patient referrals, um, getting, getting just how the, how long the patient's waiting in the lobby asking for yeah. them. Uh-huh. And so uh-huh. we're actually, we're actually in the process right now of, um, working on some of this internally to help offices to make it more predictable, but it, it, to your point, it's hard. It's, it's not one thing, sure. it's multiple things. Right. And it, it, again, I always go back to operations. Because if a new patient doesn't have a good experience in the office, right? So there's there's multiple different facets to that that have to be cogs have to be completely lined up uh, yeah. in order to maximize patient bills. So okay, last question for you. So we're sitting in um, we're sitting in a big stadium. You have all the COOs out there that have you know five to ten practices. And they really want to grow. They want to triple their new patients like you guys did. And they're, they're really at the beginning of their growth stages. What is the one piece of advice that you would offer to them from your experience? Well, I would say to sit down with, you know, your, your key people on your team and kind of have a, maybe do the whole Ben Franklin close type of thing, right? Pros and cons. I mean, what do we know and what do we not know? And how much time do we have to spend on this? That's the other thing with yeah. marketing, you know, is 
you know, with Steve and I, it's, you know, I'm, I'm the COO and, and there's, there's him and he's getting away from the chair. Um, you know, his fiance does some of HR types of things. But when you look at it, the very top of the leadership uh, organizational chart for us, there's really like two and a half, three people. Okay. And so how much time do we have? And, and looking also at, at, you know, our, our end game, obviously, is, is probably to sell. Okay. So we have to make sure that, you know, EBITDA, all of those things are in line. How much money or expense are we going to put out there, say, for even a part-time full-time marketing person? And, you know, I, you saw me put that question out there to you and, and some other people is, you know, what does that look like? I'm sure we can guess how much it costs. But take that and then look at, well, gosh, if you get a marketing partner, a company that really knows what they're doing, if, they, if they're, you know, and again, I'm going to plug SMC because it's, it's as much or more than what I expected having a marketing company uh, come in. And I, that's why I call you guys more of the marketing part. You know? Yeah, that's what, that's talked, what we, aim, I, we aim to, right. we aim to help, help people actually right. with wherever their, their shortcomings are because we all have them. And sure. we have a ton of them as well, but we try to focus on our strengths and transfer those over. And no, that's a great point because just the value, if you take an office that's seeing five new patients a month and you grow it to 30, the value of that practice is going to go up. I don't know what the EBITDA increase is going to be, but it's going to be, <laughs> I'm sure if, if just tripling your guys' new patients on your guys' five offices that's that's a big jump in value. That has to be it a is. big jump in value. And it's interesting because then we look at what does that create? It creates those prop, you know, positive issues of okay, we need another two hygiene days yeah. a month here. We need it, you know, maybe three two more days a week. Right. Uh gosh, you know, let's get we need a floater in this this office to also help with our admin person. And and when those things come up, we're kind of we're smiling, right? Because we know we're yeah. So yeah, getting back to you know, let experts be experts. Now that that's that's kind of my where I like to go. If we can find a group that's an expert and something that we don't know or we don't want to claim to be experts, it's it's worth the investment to do that. Wow, this has been really really good. I, I appreciate the plug. That's not why I brought you on. Sometimes people <laughs> think I I brought no, you on just because I know you guys have grown. I've seen what you guys yeah. have been doing, kind of from the background. You guys have grown, and I wanted to get some some tips from you. And this is really, really useful. Again, as I told you before we hit record, there's nowhere you can go on Google and say, hey, what's some hacks that I can grow my dental office really quickly? I'm trying to change that. And I'm actually going to drop like 50 of these episodes all at once. So we kind of rank them in the search engines. And and then so that way you can go online and start finding different things that are helping offices grow because I wish I had that. <laughs> I'm sure you wish you had that. We, we kind of have to trial and error, trial and error. So Thank you so sure. much for coming on. This has been a hey, really good you, episode Garrett. and I really appreciate you coming on. Thanks, Gary. Appreciate it. Awesome. Awesome.